The blast from our past network. Codrite! Codrite! Hello, Newman. This is so f***ing good! Nothing for you! These pretzels are making me thirsty! Not that there's anything wrong with that. Serenity now! He's a re-gifter! Well, let's start the insanity. Mm, giddy up. <laughs> Welcome to Cartwright, a Seinfeld podcast. We are two superfans giving you every episode of Seinfeld back to back to back because we love this stuff. I'm Adam. And I'm Corey. And today's episode, I'm giving you the nose job. You're going to get a big old nose job from me and Corey. It's season three, episode nine. It aired on November 20th, 1991. Corey, my man. Could you give us the synopsis? Yes, sir, the nose job. Jerry dates a sexy but shallow actress, forcing him to evaluate whether his penis or his brain rules his relationship. Kramer encourages George's girlfriend, Audrey, to get a nose job, which goes horribly wrong. Now, I would say it goes horribly wrong for George, but not for Kramer. <laughs> yes, yeah, not for Kramer, and even for her at the very end. The first one goes horribly wrong. Uh, but not the second. Uh, all right. So at the start of this episode, we have a stand-up bit about pharmacists. <laughs> did you First off, did you notice how smoky that club was? Yeah, there were some different things. I want to talk about it. Like, I noticed some differences. Actually, I guess we can talk about it now because we're talking about the stand-up bit. They were doing different things with this stand-up bit. Things looked different. I could even tell the sound-wise it was different. They were cutting to people more yeah. with the laughter, cutting yeah. to the audience. All of that was stranger. And also, it was a longer stand-up bit than some of the others. Like, yeah. Things were different. And that, that's, that's a whole thing that I kind of noticed throughout this episode. Yeah, I, I was wondering what the, the like the impetus behind that was. Like, did they need to – was it a, like something they added later or whatever? But yeah, I noticed how different it was too. I mean, the whole episode – I'll just go ahead and say it um, – was – the story was brought about was brought differently, um, and it was told different differently because it was a different ed or different director on this episode than pretty much every other episode we've seen before. This guy edited. This guy directed one other episode, and I can't remember off the top of my head. You tell us about the stand-up bit. I'll find that information. Yeah, sure. Um, the stand-up is it's okay. Um, why does every pharmacist have to be like two feet higher than everyone else? Brain surgeons, nuclear physicists, we're all on the same level here, but the scientist has to be two feet up looking down on you. Uh, he's like, you know, but look out, everybody. I'm working with pills. And he's like, the hardest part of his job is typing. So basically he's like, okay, but you know, the hardest part of his job is typing on that little, that, that little label, like and trying to get all the information on that little label there and uh he's like he makes this little motion of like trying to keep it on the the typewriter thing and uh yeah it wasn't that great of a of a stand-up bit i did not love it and i but it did make me appreciate that now with computers you don't have to like try to type actually on to that tiny little last label so i don't know but i thought it was lame <laughs> yeah <laughs> let me ask you this um because i know yeah. you're looking for the director yep. uh, yeah i, I got, noticed I got, it, I got i gotta figure it out i noticed it too how different it was with the, the cross cutting mm -hmm. and everything is this yep. the same director as the statue in season what was it season two because that had a very similar cutting back and forth style with the elevator scene yeah remember do you remember all that one where the elevator door yes. closes and opens i do remember that different. You're very close. You're actually one episode off. It is the same director as The Apartment 
from season two, which came which was came okay. out the fir- the episode right before this one. Yeah, and the, the apartment um, did feel yeah. a bit different too structurally as well. Yeah, I, I can't remember everything off the top of my head. I kind of need to go back and re-listen to what we said if we did bring up that it was it being a different episode or different director was the thing. But you feel it a lot in this episode, and even right from the start as you brought it up. Yeah. So uh, we start off at a newsstand. Jerry and George are just talking there. Uh, apparently he met a woman in an elevator and one of those new type of things that we, you know, we just don't see this. Out. We get a flashback. We get a, a cut to him in the elevator with this woman and boom, immediately my 80s just, you know, my, my 80s dar came on real good. And I see Tawny Katane in the elevator with Jerry Seinfeld. And I'm like, oh, that's awesome. Yeah. And so we're all on the same page. She was the girl from the White Snake video. Uh, what was it? Um, Here I go again. And she-, she was actually in multiple. She was she was in Is This Love? Here I go again. Like in like three others. So she, they used. She actually dated the lead singer from White Snake for a while. And I think she was in like four or five of their music videos. Yeah, and that's what. But kind her of most like- her most famous one is Here I Go Again. Yeah, and where she's like on the cover of the Corvette yes. on the hood of the yeah. Corvette or whatever. Yep. Um, that's the one. And and then she went off to do. Like I think she was in Bachelor Party with Tom Hanks, and then yeah. uh, this like which was, which was actually yeah exactly she was in Bachelor Party. This series called Gwendolyn, uh, where like <laughs> it it was all it was was a, a TNA Cinemax kind of flick, right? Kind of series mm-hmm. back in the eighties. But you basically get to see Tawny Katan naked all over the place in that <laughs> one. So th- there you guys go, enjoy that one. We know what uh, you flashed back to. Right oh yeah, there. <laughs> oh, yeah, for okay. sure. But she's hot. Dude. All right, she is super, for the non pervs. Super <laughs> 80s like or, or like i want to say like early 90s slash late 80s hot i don't find her as hot as you do oh. i just don't uh, she's got that hair that i associate with like i don't know like i don't i look back at pictures of my mom and like oh my mom has that kind of hair that's not not attractive <laughs> hair in my opinion <laughs> you know it's just i don't like that poofy hair at all um like it just doesn't work for me and i don't think tawny katane is as like super hot as a lot of people. I mean, she's very curvaceous, yeah. but I don't think her face is all that super hot. Uh, I don't think she's got a cute face, and she's just she's buxom. Sure, people give her that, and she's you know got her got her nice assets, if you know what I mean, um, down below. But besides that, like I don't know, I, I just don't find her as appealing as a lot of now the general male populace does. Now, yeah, I, I would admit most people do, but. I don't know she's not she's not my top. Well, I am like most people. I very much <laughs> <Okay>. enjoy her. <laughs> yeah. All right, fair enough. Uh, but anyway, so yeah, that's that's who Jerry is all about. You look like you're about to say something, Corey. Yeah, I was just I was just gonna because I'm sure I'll forget, but. I loved looking at all those 1991 magazine covers oh. that were behind Jerry and George at the newsstand. That was like a, a feast on the eyes. <laughs> I didn't even I didn't even like look to them. I should have because I bet that was fun just seeing the different, uh, you know, magazine covers or who was on them or what they were saying or stuff like that. So so 90s. Yeah, total flashback, dude. <laughs> nice. Uh, we get a small little thing about George having spinach in his teeth, and then we get another little cut back to you know him screwing up a job interview not sure what the point of that was uh, because it doesn't come back it's i guess just kind of further shows hey george is still still an out-of-work bum i guess maybe that's just a a reminder for that 
but he is date apparently dating someone named Audrey, uh, who has a very large nose that we hear about, uh, which he doesn't like. And I do appreciate George is a little self-aware here because he knows that he's not a good enough person <laughs> that he can mentally get past that nose, which I was like, huh. Good for you, George. You know you know you're not gonna make it. You are that fucking shallow. Yeah, well, and he also knows that if she didn't have that nose, she would be out of his league. Yes, one hundred percent. And uh, it, that might happen later. Um, I do find it funny. I think in your uh, synopsis that you read, it mentioned that like Tawny Katane was shallow or something like. No, no, no. George is fucking shallow. <laughs> He's the shallow one in this episode. Yeah, like, that's for sure. Yeah. But. And they do another little quick, really quick cut here where he says schnoz or something. Jerry's yeah. like, yeah, she's got a real schnoz. And they do this, like, 15-second cut of, of her, you know, in the, the nose and the camera, like the, the fish eyes lens that they keep doing with it. And I was like, well, that was – it was mm-hmm. abrupt and weird, and I didn't feel like it needed it. I mean, that actually, that actually came later, I'm pretty sure. Uh, where you see you cut to like George's POV of her and she's got like a wide angle lens on her nose and it's a little big. Yeah. Cause we cut right here. We cut to Jerry's apartment and it's George, Jerry, Elaine, Kramer, and Audrey. We don't see her. I don't think that cut was the first cut we see of her. That was it, later. Dude, I'm telling you, it was when they were talking in the, in the, whatchamacallit, um, at the newsstand, I believe. And, uh, and basically but it was so quick. It was, it was like, Oh then I missed it. Maybe maybe I was typing a note then. And you do seriously like if you blinked, you would miss it. Like it was to the point where the cut was so quick that it was a little jarring, and I didn't think it was okay. like well edited. And they clearly took a shot that was from later. It was almost as if they were like, "We really just got to insert this shot in right here." Okay. So they know. And it's when uh, Jerry's like, "Yeah, she's got a real schnoz on her," and it was almost it was like flash. Ah, uh, okay. I must have been taking a note, dude. I yeah, it was because they do a shot just like that. Yeah. At Elaine's apartment, where George and and Audrey are sitting on the yeah. couch talking about when they're about to, is that the same shot that they used? It's actually it looked like because it was so quick you could barely even see, but it looked like it was the okay. one from uh, uh, the apartment later when he's sitting in the apartment talking to her because it looked yeah, like yeah, yeah. it looked like Elaine's apartment in the background. Uh, and it what looks I exactly like, just said. Uh, yeah, what? <laughs> the one that I exactly just called out. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> Were you not listening to anything I just said? Yes, I was. Okay. <laughs> and by yes, I mean no. Anyway, no, it doesn't matter. Okay. It really doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. I'm going to try it. You know what? I will pledge to be a little bit more thorough and, and no, try to no, not look dude, down this was on my nose. Not even anything you should have even tracked. It really wasn't. Yeah. It, it, and, I, and I didn't mean to like throw you under the bus or anything. It's just okay. I, the only reason I wanted to illustrate it was it, I thought it was A, a bad cut because they yeah. it was so quick of a cut that they inserted that it almost looked like <laughs> that they were doing like a subliminal message. Yeah. It's weird because you don't need it because no, I when know. I because right now I can in my head because in my head I don't have that cut because I see I didn't see it I must have been taking a note whatever um, but you see her sitting next to George at on the couch at Jerry's apartment and you see how large it is in that shot yes you don't need anything else and to me that was the first time I saw her and I'm yep. like oh yeah that's a big nose yeah and so I guess I totally missed that that quick thing it was no dude you, the way you viewed it is probably the better way to view it because I was sitting there like that was just a weird edit um but yeah no let's let's move on it was not worth five minutes (laughs) okay all right uh so they're all there uh kramer is you know basically going off about this idea of how he how he can get this jacket back he's told us about you know this jacket before um about the guy who is you know with his mom has got whatever but again 
here we get the jacket. We just had it in our last episode. I Probably like our last, well, not even just our, it hasn't been all of our last five. Some of them have been intermittent. It's been like, oh, here's an episode without one, and then here are the jackets again, and then another without it, and then like, boom, here's a couple more jackets. Um, so yeah, this jacket that he loved that got taken away back when Elaine was doing the IQ test because the guy was coming after him and she had to uh, get out of there. And so, so the guy got the jacket all the way a couple episodes back. He's lost it, and he's been trying to get it again. And at least we find out now, we specifically find out what's so special about the jacket. It's it mm-hmm. Somehow it just it just attracts women. Everyone loves it. It's just this great yeah. jacket that just helps him get women. I was like, okay, well, at least we ha- now have a purpose for the jacket and yeah. why he, he wants it so bad. I mean, I don't... I didn't need a purpose. No. I mean, Kramer fixating on a jacket is very Kramer. I don't, I don't, I don't need that kind of thing. And he's got the Kavorka. He doesn't need. He doesn't need anything extra power to get women because he's freaking Kramer. Yeah, no, I completely agree. Although it just, I like that 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 they're layering in this mythos to the jacket. Gotcha. Yeah, fair enough. Because I mean, it's it's been through so many different episodes. Now <laughs> yeah, they're just adding they're adding to the story of it. So I get that. Um, they all kind of t- they're talking about beautiful women, you know, beautiful women around New York, etc. Uh, and Kramer, being his very blunt self, he's like, "Oh, you're just as pretty as those any as as any of those girls. You just need a nose job." Everybody kind of freaks out because you know that's a faux pas thing to say. You can't really say anything like that. Um, but you know what? He's not wrong. <laughs> he's not wrong. But the look of sheer horror on everyone's face was yeah. very appropriate and, and it is very relatable. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, it's like, hey, Corey, man, you would be a great looking guy if you just weren't so fucking ugly. Yeah. Yeah. No. That. Yeah. <laughs> and then both of our wives would look at you like, how could you say such a thing? And I'd be and I would just kind of meekly smile like she did and walk to the refrigerator yeah. and get something else to eat as I quietly yeah. cry. Yeah. Fair enough. I'm I'm a I'm a big fatty fat, so I understand you could you know. Anyway, let's move on. That, that, that was dumb. Uh, all right, we then get a stand up bit about saying what comes to your mind. Which this, uh, yeah. So the stand up is it, it was short. It was like literally like thirty seconds. He's like, mm-hmm. what would the world be like if people said whatever they were thinking? How long would a blind date last? Thirty seconds. Your butt is too big. That's okay. Your breath smell is bad. Anyways, and then you know it kind of moved on. But I liked how quickly. Like this stand-up bit related, obviously, literally to like what Kramer just said, like five seconds yeah. prior, and and they yeah. they don't do this too too often in Seinfeld, where they literally put the the stand-up butt right into like what he's talking about, right next to what just had happened. Uh, so much so that I feel like they inserted this stand-up even like early, like it was like only nine mm-hmm. minutes into the episode because they really wanted to to hammer home mm-hmm. like the the relation between the two things. Yeah, I agree. Um, we get a very tight wide angle shot of Audrey's nose here. Apparently it's the one that we saw earlier as well. Uh, we are at Elaine's place where she's apparently staying for a little while. Uh, her and George are hanging out. They're just talking about the whole beautiful women and, you know, the whole nose job thing about, you know, does she think she gets a, she should get one. And George is like, oh yeah, um, you know, maybe, you know, you might enjoy that. And, uh, Elaine kind of overhears this and she freaks out. She doesn't think Audrey needs to get a nose job at all. Let me ask you something. I, I don't mm-hmm. think I tracked this, and I forgot to, like, listen for it. But so is Audrey – Audrey's a friend of Elaine's. Is that the situation? Uh, maybe. I mean, she's staying with Elaine for a while. And so I don't know if I really tracked it either or, like, what their relationship was. But where's Elaine's other roommate, uh, the one that Kramer dated? <sighs> yeah, Siobhan Fallon. I don't know. I mean, she maybe she never survived that uh, coffee table crash. <laughs> 
<laughs> good one. Good callback. All right. Yeah. All right. So, th- so then I, I guess, so I didn't miss anything. Then they didn't explain that she. Mm-hmm. They just said that she was staying with Elaine. The yeah. Audrey that's all. That's all Elaine. I got. Okay. Yeah. All right. So, uh, but Elaine, you know, freaks out about it. Um, I, I, the thing I find I find it so interesting um, is that you know if Audrey wants to get a nose job, she should be well within her rights to get a nose job. But I guess Elaine is upset because she feels George is pushing her yeah. to get the nose job. Yeah. So. And I did like, I liked Elaine's reaction that you could see from the bathroom behind them. Just, she just yes. looks so like angry and horrified. I, I like that. I, was, I thought that was funny. Yep. Uh, at Monk's, Jerry and George are there. Uh, they're ready to see Audrey with her new, her new nose. You know, George is all crazy excited about it. Um, they talk about Isabel, who is Tawny Katane. Uh, and we get just a great line from George or from Jerry that will kind of come back into a, a very good, eh, some kind of, maybe not good, we'll get a visual later about it. Um, but, you know, he just says how he's so mentally repulsed by her and yet so very attracted. It's like his brain is facing his penis in a chess game. Mm-hmm. And which is a fan I, and he said and i'm letting them both win or i'm yeah. letting them win <laughs> and i'm letting him win which i think he's talking about him meaning his penis oh, okay he's letting gotcha. his, his gotcha. penis win but yeah I, I wrote that one down too i thought that line was fantastic yep yeah but apparently she's a terrible actress and she likes to run lines with him uh which we do see later um we get uh a flashback or not a flashback or is it a flashback where oh no no it's not yeah uh uh, maybe maybe this happened earlier. I, I can't remember. The, the cut wise kind of confused me. I wrote down that it might be a flashback or you know back in time um, where he's kind of like trying to get away from her. Uh, but we see we get him and Kramer at his apartment where he's got to go cold turkey and he wants to throw out her number and he gives her he gives Kramer the number. Oh yeah, and the, he this was uh, this was after I this is okay, after that was she after. reveals her nose. Yeah. Okay, that was after. Okay, so I just kind of. That was, no, that, that was after reveals Yeah, because yeah, it goes, George Pass, I wrote down George passing out was great when he, she reveals her nose. Then it goes to uh, Jerry's apartment, Jerry and Kramer. I loved how uh, Jerry's grabbed at the papers fine in the air. Yes, um, no, but, but but before that, before the nose job is when he gives Kramer the no, the number and oh, said, yeah, yeah, okay, I don't yeah, want yeah, this. He gives it to her, so, or gives, yes. he gives Kramer the numbers, yeah, so he could just take it, yeah. And he's acting like a like a, an, an addict, a drug addict. Well, yeah, but he's more so, yeah, he exactly he's acting like an addict. I can't handle this. I need you to take it. So he gives Kramer the number to throw it out at this point. And, you know, Kramer goes like, good job, buddy. Yeah, uh, and he right. takes and he takes the number from him. Um, and he kind of rips it up and then puts it in his pocket. Uh, so I then think. Audrey takes off her bandages, and it's a botched job. Um, I think they're at Elaine's apartment right now. I can't remember. Um, but, yeah, like, yeah, it's, George... It's- yeah, it's Elaine's yeah. apartment. They're all sitting there. But I just wanted to cut back, and I'm sorry, just real quick, but I love— Oh, it's okay. Because, you know, in the previous scene, Jerry was talking about how great the sex was uh, with Tawny mm-hmm. Katan, and uh, George, he says, he goes, yeah, he's like, is it like going to the bathroom in front of a lot of people and not caring? And and he was all excited <laughs> about that, like, analogy, and Jerry's like, no, it's nothing <laughs> like that. And then it's like the camera just zooms in on George's like sad face. And then it cuts to this scene that we're oh. right now. And I was like, that was hilarious. Like, because George just has no idea what fantastic sex is even like. Yeah. It, what he uh, associates exactly as like a good time or like just what's going to be a good feeling. That's a weird individual, man. <laughs> and just the look of horror on Jerry's face when he's like, no, it's nothing like that. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> that was yep. I just wanted to call that one back because I actually really enjoyed that uh, that little bit right there. But yeah, so they're at yeah, they're yeah. at Elaine's apartment and uh 
Audrey's taken off her stuff, yeah. Exactly. It's a botched nose job. There's a whole, like, you know, septum that's been, like, sunken in. And she, it's it's not looking good. And George, uh, George ends passes up, out. faints. <laughs> yeah. He faints from it. Um, and, you know, she kind of heads out. Um, basically, Elaine, she was right and he fucked up, basically. Um, then we get the scene where Jerry goes to Kramer and he's begging for Tawny Katane's number, for Isabel's number. You know, he's, man, he, he looks like he's a, a bad addict right now. He's a drug addict. Is <laughs> uh, Right now his penis is winning the chess game and he <laughs> needs to get his fix. Uh, and Kramer, Kramer has a good, you know, it's a good speech. And I can't remember, it, just like him, you know, basically like, you know, uh, telling his friend, no, you don't need it or whatever it was. It was kind of like, you know, that, very good drug addict-y kind of speech thing. That, that dynamic is, is funny. We get a little clap after a speech, which I thought was funny from the audience. I like, yeah. you know, again, a Kramer moment happens, and the audience is starting to love it. They're starting to love it, and I love it enough that we're just going to know anytime he comes in fairly soon that it's going to be amazing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, his his star, uh, the Kramer star, is starting to rise. Yeah, but he, yeah, he does his whole little speech. He, he heads out, and we get the clap, and then I get we get a nice little comedic tag where he comes back in, grabs some cereal, and heads back out. <laughs> yeah. It's just kind of funny. Because he threw the, the pieces in the air, and Jerry's, yeah. like, trying to grab them yeah. out of the air as they're falling. I took, like, I took like three pictures of this and posted it on our Cartwright uh, yeah. uh, <laughs> page, because I was like, I was like, when you need that Tawny Katan fix, you know? Yes, and, uh, <laughs> exactly. But I, I thought that was funny. I like it anytime Jerry does, like, exaggerated emotions uh and, you know anytime he cries or what anytime he just does anything out of his norm he's he just the look in his eyes are just great i think jerry the the actor is yeah. awesome whenever he tries to do something like this. well is he's always so normal and he's always just like the regular guy and it is kind of funny to see him off of his norm uh, that is good um at Monk's, Audrey's talking to George about her no- botched nose job and kind of showing him all the stuff that needs to be fixed. Uh, and now, you know, George is even more freaked out about it and she can kind of pick up on it. And so basically they just, they end things. She's like, man, we, we can't go on if you you can't handle this. And he's just freaking out, which is probably what he wanted at this point. Uh, we cut to Jerry's apartment and we get some of Isabel's terrible acting, which Tawny Katane I don't know how much of an actual good actor she is, but she's really good at being a bad actress. I can tell, <laughs> tell you that. It's almost as if it came natural to her. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It is, it is awful. Um, but, you know, he, he obviously he called her back. He pieced the ripped up <laughs> note together and he got her back. Uh, and here's where we get this mental image projection of his brain uh, and penis having a chess match. And it is kind of funny. The brain has it's just they're both Jerry's um, kind of like, you know, using um, half opacity. But you know, they're kind of like, you know, see through, if you will. Um, and one of them has like a little brain hat on and the other is dressed in all flesh color with like an army hat. But it's a flesh color army hat, uh, which is humorous. <laughs> When I was a kid, dude, I did not. I, I mean, I knew he was supposed to be the penis, right? But all yeah. I saw was an army helmet. Like that's all yep. I sort of saw, dude. When I just watched it now, I was like, oh, oh, that is that's genius right there because he looks yeah. like a penis. And, and he, they, exactly, it works. It works better now uh, than it did. Uh, same thing with you. I didn't get it when, earlier when I was a kid. Now I'm like. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I'm like, I get that. Yeah. Yeah. Bravo for you guys getting that on TV. By the way. <laughs> yeah. 
Very true. Uh, all right, we cut to Kramer, who's going after the jacket. He's at this guy's apartment with Elaine, helping him out. Um, he is playing the character of Professor Van Nostren, which I like yes. seeing uh, Professor Van Nostren right here. Um, I don't think we've seen Van Ostrom before. Maybe we have. No, no. I think this is the first Van Ostrom we have. Yeah, I think so. And um, I just, I do want to just call out, I like the physical humor that Kramer has, particularly with the pipe when he does a little twist to turn yes. into the door <laughs> yeah. and the pipe hits the door frame and he just has to kind of freak out. It's, it's good Michael Richards uh, physical comedy right there. Yeah. And while we're on this scene right here, first off, mm-hmm. the landlord, did you recognize mm-hmm. him from a movie from the 80s with Arnold Schwarzenegger? Where Arnold Schwarzenegger goes to Mars? Yeah, he was. T- he is Total Recall. Yes, I didn't. I mean, I didn't even look that up. But just thinking about, it, I didn't recognize it until you just said I was supposed to recognize it, and then like, oh yeah, Total Recall, <laughs> dude. Anytime I see that actor in anything, I'm always like, oh, Total Recall. Yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, I was watching the behind the scenes uh, stuff on this episode. There's not really anything there. Uh, the whole thing with Kramer saying the nose thing—that was the writer's dad. He would do that all the time to people. So that's where he kind of mm-hmm. like got that from. But uh, the only other anything of note on this episode was. This was one of the first times they start talking about how uh, uh, how much Michael Richards kind of got frustrated with uh, mm. Julie Louis Dreyfus because uh. this was this was one of those scenes where he kept he kept nailing it and she just kept laughing and laughing and laughing to the point where th- apparently there was a shot where he went to pull out something out of his pocket I think to load the tobacco into the thing mm-hmm. and he actually pulled out lint and he was like it was so perfect I didn't even try to do it it was. It was hilarious, and she blew the take because she she laughed, mm. you know, during it. And even she was like, she was like, he had a great take with this piece of lint that just came out, and I blew it. So she even realized that. But we we hear about it, you know, as the show goes on. I think they've always been friends, but I think that that she kind of got under Michael Richards' uh, uh, skin a little bit on some of these uh, apps where where she couldn't kind of make it through a scene. But personally, I love it when people laugh during scenes. It's it's always the best part of Saturday Night Live when when they can't make it. (laughs) But but I get it. I get it. And I really think Michael Richards is, he's like like an actor's, he really wants to nail it. Yeah, I get that. I mean, it totally makes sense. You do something like that, and you want to—he doesn't want to have to nail it a hundred times, um, and it, it can get. It's good for once in a while, but I've seen some of those outtakes as well, and she does crack up quite a bit, and you can see the frustration on his face after a while. Yeah, um, he yeah. wants to uh, be cool about it. You can tell, but at the same time, he's getting pissed. But I, that yeah. lint thing, from what you know, what they both say, it was a funny take and a funny bit, mm. but they couldn't use it, and that sucks. Uh, you know? That does suck. I mean. From what I remember, Julie Louise Dreyfus was, I wouldn't say by far, but she was a good like seven, eight years younger than any of the other cast members. Yeah. Um, And so she, you know, she isn't as trained of an actress as everyone else on that show. And so I'm not surprised. She also came from improv. You know, she was actually on SNL for one season. Yeah. Um, And she came much more from that. I mean, obviously, Jerry did come from comedy as well, but Jason Alexander and Michael Richards. Yeah, they're they're funny guys but they're actors yeah and so i think that probably aided as to why she would kind of you know screw up and laugh um more often than the other people i'm i'm, I'm sure by the time you know she got into veep she's you know great and she can nail her shit in one take and doesn't laugh and stuff like that as much it's it's sad i don't feel like we talk about veep on this show enough but dude i mm-hmm. love that show it's one of the shows uh that my wife and i sort of watch as like a, a comfort show you know you kind of like let's let's binge veep again but 
that show is fantastic. If you guys have not seen it, just jump on it. It's it's an amazingly funny show. I mean, it's it's no new adventures of old Christine. Um, that's only I'm just kidding, just kidding. I actually never really watched that show. Uh, not a lot of people did. I think that's why it didn't last. But yeah. no, I've seen the first three seasons of Veep. I need to keep going with it. But it is a funny ass show, and and it's there's no um, it's not a surprise that she has won like. 20 straight Emmys, Emmys from <laughs> from Veeper. You know, it's like four in a row or something. She's that good. Yeah, yeah. So. Yeah, it's a good show. Uh, yep. We cut back to Jerry and his chess match uh, and the bad acting. All that stuff is going on. Uh, and ultimately, we get a funny little scene where the brain is actually winning and it wins the match. And I do kind of like how the penis loses. It makes a bad move and it loses. And Jerry kind of like crumples in, in his seat. <laughs> But he crumples so you can't see his face anymore, and so it's all flesh color, you know, penis. And it's like, I think he did that on purpose. Oh, oh, he absolutely <laughs> did. And I can tell you, I did not pick up on it as a kid, but as an adult, I'm yep. like, my God, guys, you're nailing it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then we go. So he, Jerry ends up uh, breaking up uh, with Tawny Katane, who it's kind of funny at first. She doesn't get it. So she's, she's kind of a little slow, but... Um, we go back to the landlord and Kramer and Elaine and she's and he's showing them the apartment and whatnot. Um, and, you know, they're kind of going through the closet trying to find the jacket. And what I like is, you know, the landlord's just talking about, oh, yeah, the that this guy was so, you know, the women loved him. And we know, obviously, yeah, it's because of that jacket. Um, and he, then he starts talking about this one lady who would come over. Um, you know, for some good times with this guy and he just hated her and she was just awful. And he, he just cut, keeps talking shit about Babs Kramer. <laughs> and I just, I love that we get a reference and we get her name even. We get her name. Yeah. I wrote that down. I was like, oh, her name's Babs. So, I mean, that's, that's fantastic. You know, getting, planting a little seed here that, you know, we'll get even a further payoff when we, when we get him, um, when we get her later. Uh, but you know, Kramer get starts freaking out and I do love the way he starts shaking enough that the, uh, tobacco in his pipe starts kind of coming out, which is just kind of, it's kind of good. Let me ask you something. Um, mm-hmm. at this point, I mean, cause we all know his name's Cosmo Kramer, but at this point yep. in the show, have they ever specifically said that Kramer is his last name? And if not, this is our first indication yeah. that Kramer is not his first name then. Yeah. Unless, no, you're, you're probably, I don't remember getting another indication that, you know, he was, Kramer at all do I I'm sure someone says someone says did we already do the uh we didn't we didn't do the oils the oil oh ball episode no that's that's way later it's way later I'm just trying to think like I'm just trying to think is is there any time that somebody calls him Mr. Kramer oh Um, okay good point yeah good call on that that's the only thing I'm trying to think of like to to indicate that it's like a last name but even then like you know kids call me Mr. Adam all the time do they? Uh, with all the kids I hang out with. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, what, when? What? <laughs> when does this happen? <laughs> but I, you know what? It, for me, it is kind of also the first indication that uh, Kramer is not his first name. Yeah, yeah. No, and that's that's the point. Like, uh, That's what's cool. Like, A, we get his mom's name, uh, Babs, and B, the, now we're getting this clued into the fact that, you know, that's that's his last name. And I like that. I like yep. these little hints that, you know, we all just take yeah. for granted, but now we're actually seeing where they get peppered in. And it's also kind of funny that, you know, Babs is the person who tell who tells the audience what his first name is. 
even. Right. You know, we only we find out because of her, and so now we're getting that kind of, you know, it's peppered in here, and then we get like a full payoff later. Right. That Kramer is not his full name. Yeah. Uh, all right. So we go back to Monk, uh, to Monks, and they're telling the story about, you know, how they got the jacket back, and, and he's got it now, and he's got the jacket. Yay. Um, uh, Can I which, say that that's a really sweet-looking hmm. fucking jacket, man? I actually yeah, like that it's, jacket. Yeah, it's nice. I agree. It's a good-looking jacket. That's it. That's all I got. <laughs> well, I mean, honestly, if it's going to last this many episodes, it better be a good-looking jacket. Yeah. I mean, which actually, we saw it, like, you know, a, a long time ago. Yeah, we did. Um, and I liked it then, too. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, you know, now I think, if I had to guess, this has to close out the jacket storyline, and I would imagine we don't hear from it again. I will be very excited if we do hear about it again um but i would in my head that's got to be the end of it the, i yeah i'm with you i'm i'm sure this it's a perfect ending to it but like yeah. you i'm excited to see if it pops up again dude the jacket has become a a, a storyline nay mm-hmm. a character that i actually <laughs> kind of cared about i, I did not expect yeah. to to be ch- tracking kramer's jacket in season three i there was not a thing that i was expecting to do mm-hmm. i really didn't remember or anything about it but i i love it i love the fact that we had it and when and it's here i agree i mean yeah it's just a fun little thing that i only would have gotten from doing this podcast with you and i i don't think i ever would have noticed it um if i'm just watching seinfeld on my own exactly a hundred percent and that's yeah. why i freaking love doing this podcast dude because <laughs> just very few times do i get to actually sit down and just watch something you know and, and really yeah. pay attention to it and it's the same uh with podcasting after dark like these movies that mm-hmm. i've kind of like always sat with and yeah. you know like i kind of watch haphazardly it's actually fun to to go in and just really actually pay attention and see what's happening and i imagine you you feel the same way with uh blast from our past too. oh yeah yeah, I mean, mm, depends on the movie. <laughs> Some of the <laughs> movies are so bad that I'm just like, uh, I just don't want to. I mean, it just turns into work yeah. where it's not fun. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, so. it's always movie dependent. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. So in Monks, Audrey comes in and she's got, you know, she's looking beautiful. She's got her beautiful, uh, you know, proper nose. <laughs> nice, nice nose job has been done and she looks great. And she's apparently dating Kramer now because he walks, she walks out with him, which honestly makes all all the sense in the world because he has always supported her decisions and he's been very truthful and forthright with, you know, and just blatantly honest, honest with her, what he thinks. And she respects that. I do. I made one little call out here, which I thought was pretty damn funny. So she walks out with Kramer um, and she's beautiful. And Elaine calls her breathtaking. And I, <laughs> I just was like, Oh shit. I love that. <laughs> I didn't even notice that good, uh, but I'm glad you brought it up. Uh, I didn't even notice it, but that's awesome, dude. It's really awesome. So good. <laughs> uh, and the the monk scene ends with J- George basically saying, "Elaine, shut up." Yeah. He doesn't want to. He doesn't want to hear it because he knows he fucked up. Which is a callback to to the Elaine telling George to shut up. Mm. Yep. Yep. Good call. Uh, and we end with a stand-up bit about rhinoplasty. About rhinoplasty? Well, what's the deal with rhinoplasty? Um, and he's uh, like, Jerry just talks about, hey, the technical term for a nose job is rhinoplasty. Do we really need to insult the person? He's like, a hair transplant isn't called a cue ballectomy. Ah, uh, He really needed the the drums on that one, the ba on, yeah. on the cue ballectomy. <laughs> yeah, I agree. It was a, 
little outdated and old style humor. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. it was it was okay. It was okay. I did the last one. I kicked off the last one. I want to know what you think about this episode. Okay, um, I can absolutely tell, and we already brought this up that this is a different director. Um, with all of like the different flashbacks that they had, with the mental image projection of the chess match, things just felt different it was um, it was very quick there's a lot of cuts going on yeah. in this episode it, like if you look down at look at my my notes i'm sure your notes too like mm. i break them i put a line across the paper whenever there's a scene break some episodes of seinfeld have like maybe five or six this one like i have like lines everywhere yeah. in this one because it's so quick yeah a lot of intercut stuff as well um you know I, i'm not sure i loved the different style of it but i'll say i really honestly enjoyed picking it out and just uh, again something that i would have noticed otherwise that, that that there are different styles of the actual you know filmmaking in this episode in these in this show i just would imagine oh everything looks the same type of thing other than like i don't know the backwards episodes or whatever everything else is pretty formulaic but like breaking it down it's like oh wow i'm seeing the subtle differences in uh how different directors are creating different um different episodes so i thought that was kind of cool um I think the episode is pretty decent. Honestly, talking with you about it, it made me happy. It's made me appreciate it even more. Maybe I'll up the the my my score by just like a half a point or something because I'm enjoying it. Just talking with you about it, I'm enjoying it better than I did when I first saw it, when I just kind of rewatched it for this. Um, I really love the jacket through line. That is just fantastic. Um, I also like that George doesn't get the sweet and beautiful female. Like she seemed like an honest, goodness, good person. Um, and you know, she had her nose job and she's more confident because of it. And she's beautiful. And I like that George doesn't get her, um, because George is, you know, a shallow asshole and he shouldn't get what he wants. Um, cause we see, we've seen in earlier episodes when he gets the money and he gets that stuff and he, you know, he gets what he wants. He's a jerk. Uh, and so yes. I'm, I'm glad when he doesn't get what he wants. Um, I I never really loved the chess match personally. Um, I do appreciate the visual gag of the penis more than I thought, but I never th- I lo- I really like the idea of it. And honestly, I think I would find it funnier if I didn't have the visual. Just letting me imagine it myself, like, like in the first time where Jerry brings it up at Monks and he just says it's like my penis is having a chess match with my brain or whatever. Um, that hilarious like i think that's perfect and i everything anything i can imagine is funnier than i think what i got with the chess match personally and i i think tawny katane's bad acting was perfect bad acting <laughs> um <laughs> other than that yeah I, I felt this was a semi middle of the road episode and i'm you know i'm gonna stick with my guns on what i put and this is these are my ratings anyway uh and i called it a very right in the middle episode i call it a 2.5 out of five sexy jackets is what i'm giving it <laughs> Yeah, dude. I mean, you're not wrong on the assessment uh, of of mm-hmm. any of it, and and you know, I like not seeing George. I should say, I like seeing George not get the win because, like you said, mm-hmm. he's a piece of crap when he wins. And yeah. that's like one of my <laughs> least favorite George moments is when he wins that stock market thing. Yeah, and see, God, he's just I hated him. That made me literally <laughs> dislike the character a little bit because of that. And I just I do not like that at all. I love the jacket through line, like you said. Mm-hmm. I, there's nothing I can really add to that assessment. I My own personal feeling was, you know, like we've said before, we record these two episodes at a time back to back. We just recorded the note. Uh, you guys mm-hmm. just listened to that last week. And uh, you can, you, we neither of us really loved it, right? 
And but I yeah. did have a much more enjoyable time talking about it with you than I did actually watching it. This one, I was like, I was I went into this episode of us recording, being like, dude, I really freaking love this episode. But like as I'm starting to break it down and as I'm starting to, you know, think about it and analyzing it, I'm like, okay. It might not have been as clever as I thought it was, and I wonder mm-hmm. if I was a little bit just dazzled by all the cuts and all the pizzazz, because it was a <laughs> yeah. a very fast-feeling episode. It felt very fast as it went by, and it's because of all the short scenes, all the cuts, intermittent cuts and everything, and, uh, and, and I... I love the nostalgia of seeing Tawny there and everything, mm. but she really she, not, didn't. Not, not as hot as you remember, yeah. in my opinion. <laughs> <laughs> she didn't bring as much to the table as, as I no. think I wanted her to. I was super excited to see her. I was super excited to talk about like what we knew her from, but then after yeah. that was gone, like after there was no more to talk about who she was, her character didn't actually do anything. And... I completely agree with you that I think at the end of the day, the chess match is funnier without actually seeing it. I did enjoy the fact that I saw it in a whole new light this time with the Mm -hmm. the penis and everything. That was like, it wasn't shocking, but I was like, oh, okay. Oh, oh, uh oh, I was an idiot Mm -hmm. when I was a kid. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It seems so obvious now. Yeah. (laughs) Um, but yeah, dude, it's, it's weird. It's really weird going into these sometimes because episodes that I hate, I oddly actually sometimes enjoy them more because it brings up a conversation in us in certain particular ways. And then episodes Mm -hmm. that I really enjoy when we go to talk about it, I, I sometimes realize there's not as much meat on the bones as I initially thought that there was. And it's not a bad episode. And I'll, I'll give it, you know what, I'll give it uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> three good no, uh, nose jobs. You know, I'll give okay, it a little bit. Go. But it was very middle of the road. And But when I walked away from it, at the, my initial impression was I loved it. So – I don't want to ever say that, like, you brought it down. That's not the case. <laughs> and, and that's at all not the case. Yeah. I I think that our conversation just brought to hmm. light how how it's, it was like this episode was more like uh, junk food uh, or, or more like McDonald's. Mm. It was great. It yeah. was fun. It was fast. But I wasn't really left with, uh, with, with much afterwards, to be truthful with you. I think that's completely valid. Um, all right. If you want to hear more in-depth conversation like that from Corey, where else can people find you out on this internet world? Well, you can hear me talking every other week about uh, '80s horror movies with my, our with our buddy Zach, and uh, that's on Podcasting After Dark. And you can hear me talk every week about comic books with my buddy Tess on Ongoing Comic Book Discussion Podcast. And you can also hear me occasionally on the Blast from Our Past podcast with Adam and his brother John. Can you tell us a little bit more about that podcast, buddy? Yes, I can. We do everything nostalgic, typically from the 80s and 90s, uh, which is our nostalgic range. We do movie breakdowns, fan castings, TV show reviews, um, album reviews, and top 10 episodes. And yeah, every week we're bringing you something different, so uh, feel free to take a look 
I don't take a look. It's a podcast. How about you take a <laughs> listen? Uh, and uh, if you want to take a look, you can uh, take a look on our Instagram uh, and our Facebook and kind of join uh, conversations that we would love to have you and uh, just kind of bring about your own uh, two cents from your nostalgia. And that's where you can find me. That's right. And <laughs> and you can also hear me and Adam go head to head in a pop culture, like a retro pop culture trivia. That's a show that's on Blast from Our Past's Patreon page. Patreon. Yep. Exclusive. Yep. It's you gotta you. Gotta got to be at the uh, $3 a month level, I believe. $3 a month. I mean, that's pocket change. Yeah. You can find that, you know, in your change drawer right now in your socks uh, and, and pull that out. And then you can get some extra content and hopefully help support some people who uh, could really put it to good use. <laughs> and that was a whole lot of fun to do. And I think uh, this month you are going head to head with Brent from the Friday Five podcast. They are also on our yes. Blast from Our Past network. So if you guys get a chance, check out Friday Five as yeah. well. They, uh, they're, exactly. They're cool dudes. Me. Me and Brent, um, yes, Brent is another beef hopper, and uh, he and I go head to head, and it, we had a great little trivia matchup. Uh, it was good stuff. Yeah, yeah, dude, it's it's great stuff, and I I loved it, and I can't wait to be on another episode. Although I'm I'm not the best trivia person, being I think yeah. I'm the um, the network the podcast network's resident stoner, so my uh, my recall <laughs> yeah. my total recall isn't as quick oh. as it could be. Ah, you like what I did I see, there? See what you did? I see <laughs> yeah. what you did. <laughs> but yeah, guys, yep. so this was a lot of fun, as always, my friend. And it, like I said, I, dude, I don't want to say that I, I that our conversation like brought this episode down, but no. I like the fact that our conversation forces me to look at some of these episodes a bit more critically. And yeah, that's there you cool, go. dude. I think that's freaking cool. I and agree. that's what, honestly, you said it in the middle of this episode, the last episode, I can't remember, but like... I love the fact that, like, just watching these episodes with such mm-hmm. an intent eye and then talking about them with you for frick- almost an hour. We talk about the show longer than the actual episode yeah. is, which <laughs> yeah, fucking do. cool, man. Like, how often do we, get to, do we get to talk about Seinfeld in our lives for an hour straight, pretty much? Yeah, exactly. No, it's good stuff. Uh, and I'm tell you, I'm excited to break down the next episode, which is going to be The Stranded, which actually was shot for season two but was delayed and not released in here. So we've got some stuff to dig out, dig up and try and figure out why the hell was this episode not put out until season three. So interesting one there. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I saw that and I'm super excited to get to it because the little synopsis that I read are from the, uh, the, the DVD box set. So I got to shuffle my, my ass all the way back to season two <laughs> to get the write up for that one. <laughs> oh, and it's, it's with the commish, right? Uh, Michael Chiklis is in that one. Uh, yeah, I think that's right. Oh my God. Yes. That is a, just thinking about that one is a ridiculous episode, so it'll be interesting to, to rewatch that. Yeah, I'm super excited to watch it. I don't remember that episode that much at all, so I'm, uh-huh. I'm excited to see what the hell happens. <laughs> yep. And we Good will stuff. catch you guys next week on the Commish Podcast. Oh, wait, no, I'm sorry. <laughs> on Cartwright, a Seinfeld podcast. Hello, everybody. I'm Adam. I'm John. And every week we are giving you a blast from our past. We are the podcast that brings you full-on movie breakdowns, TV show reviews, album reviews, top tens, and more, all from the things of our nostalgic past. So please join us every single week on the Blast From Our Past podcast. You can find us on Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, however you listen to podcasts, you can find us, and we would love to have you take a trip with us to the land of nostalgia.